Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Navigating COVID-19, Supporting Individuals with Dementia and Their Caregivers. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on June 23, 2020. In this podcast, Jennifer Schlesinger, the Associate Vice President of Healthcare Services and Community Education at Alzheimer's Los Angeles, gives an overview of duly eligible beneficiaries, Alzheimer's disease and related dementias, and implications of COVID-19. I'm going to start by providing some context to duals, Alzheimer's disease and related dementias, and COVID-19. And we'll take a few minutes to paint some broad strokes of the current landscape. We know that the current pandemic presents new and unique challenges for people with Alzheimer's and other dementias. And these challenges may be particularly pronounced for people duly eligible for Medicare and Medicaid. It's estimated that approximately 23% of people who are 65 and older who are duly eligible beneficiaries have Alzheimer's or another dementia. That's almost one in four. This is a significant number of people for whom care is often complex and who often have unmet social needs. These factors, including multiple coexisting conditions, can lead to poorer health outcomes. Clearly, duals with Alzheimer's and other dementias are a vulnerable group, yet they are often underserved by our healthcare system. COVID-19 has magnified where there are inequities and deficiencies in the system. Next slide. Alzheimer's and related dementia and COVID-19 have several risk factors that I will call parallel risk factors that are particularly pronounced for people who are duly eligible. These are risk factors that are not necessarily associated, but certainly run parallel to each other. First, people over 65 are more at risk for Alzheimer's disease and other dementias, as well as COVID-19. Older age often results in worse COVID-19 outcomes and case fatality rates increase with age. In fact, current statistics show that 80% of COVID-19 deaths in the United States are in people 65 and older. Second, people with Alzheimer's disease and dementias often have multiple coexisting conditions like hypertension, heart disease, diabetes. We know that certain medical conditions also put people at greater risk for developing serious illness from COVID-19. And Alzheimer's disease and related dementias, it's a hidden comorbidity in older people who have COVID-19, especially in people who are living in nursing homes and have significantly heightened vulnerability. And the third parallel risk factor, particularly sad and unjust, is race and ethnicity. We know that almost 50% of duels are of a minority race or ethnic group and that Hispanics and African-Americans are one and a half to two times as likely as whites to have Alzheimer's. We also know that emerging data on COVID-19 in the U.S. shows that illness and death from COVID is disproportionately affecting racial and minority groups. This is yet another example of health disparities and inequities in our country. Next slide. 
Nearly half of duly eligible individuals receive long-term services and supports. This may cover nursing home care or other supports to allow for community-based living. Things like adult daycare, in-home personal care, just a couple examples. It's estimated that 50% of people living in nursing homes have Alzheimer's or another dementia. And emerging data shows that 27% of COVID-19 deaths are in long-term care facilities. And I've seen reports of this number being much higher. This is a startling statistic that merits urgent attention and action. Certainly for those who reside in facilities, Alzheimer's disease specific knowledge among professionals is needed as well as Alzheimer's specific COVID care. Though different states have different models for their dual demonstrations, one of the goals nationwide in all of our demonstrations is to have better integration of home and community-based services with medical services. Duals who have access to home and community-based services should be able to maintain community-based living and avoid or at least delay nursing home placement. However, in the current times, certain home and community-based services may be limited due to stay-at-home orders and social distancing measures. For example, families may not be able to use adult day services because centers are closed. They therefore lack the respite that adult day provides. Or there may be disruptions in, in home care services due to the spread of infection. Certain programs that provide in-home assessments may currently be suspended. Lack of robust home and community-based services during the COVID-19 pandemic complicates the situation for healthcare professionals and families alike. Healthcare professionals must find ways to continue supporting families through these stressful times, understanding that some of the services previously in place to support community-based living may be limited. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated and coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about the current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.